Hey, this is Chris. Hope you're doing well and welcome to Popcorn Finance, the show where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. I'm sure at this point you've all seen some type of advertisement or logo or something when you go online to buy anything for a buy now, pay later service. And Apple was planning on getting into this industry as well. On NBCLX, I joined Natalie to discuss Apple's plans to incorporate a new buy now, pay later service directly into iPhones later this fall. Chris Browning here, of course, to get us up to speed. We are talking about Apple's pay later service. So, Chris, tell us about, first of all, what this is. Uh, yeah, so uh, during Apple's annual developer conference, it's called WWDC, is normally when they announce their, their new software coming out in the fall. Uh, they announced a new service called Apple Pay Later. And uh, it's still in development, so there's you know, still likely to be changes between now and the fall when it normally releases. But basically, this is just an expansion on their existing payment plan they already had in place. So prior to all of this, if you had one of the Apple credit cards called an Apple Card, uh, you could spread purchases made directly from Apple over up to 24 months, and they wouldn't charge you any interest on it. With this new Apple Pay Later service, uh, how it works is that it's going to allow iPhone users to just split any purchase they make uh, using Apple Pay or a card loaded into their Apple Wallet uh, into four equal payments. And so just built directly into the operating system. It's going to be called uh, iOS 16. And it can be used pretty much with any card you load into your Apple wallet. And what makes it unique is that it's just available anywhere. You can actually use um, Apple Pay stores. don't have to do anything unique or or change anything special about it. And uh, the way it works is when you actually hold up your device to a terminal and you make the payment, it gives you the option to split it up into four options or just pay it all at once. Uh, The first payment, if you break it into four, is due right away. And then the remaining three payments are going to be paid every two weeks. It's just kind of like, I guess, a way of integrating those buy now, pay later services just directly into your iPhone and you don't pay any interest uh, and you can pay it off early if you want to. Yeah. You know what? This has become something very popular, like Afterpay and all those things. Apple kind of jumping in. It's like Apple pay layaway. Yeah, really is. (laughs) All right. So a lot of people asking if they do that layaway kind of thing, is that going to affect their credit? So based off some reports that have come out since the event, because this is all relatively new, uh, they said that it will require a soft credit inquiry. It's similar to if you were to check your own credit, it won't have an actual impact on your credit score. It's just a way of them taking a quick look to see if there's anything that's like a red flag as to why they shouldn't allow you to be a part of this program. Uh, in an article from CNBC, uh, it stated that if you don't repay this loan, so if you say, I'm going to make these four payments and you decide to skip out and you don't finish paying those things off, they won't actually report it to the credit bureaus, but they will just say, we're no longer going to let you be a part of this, this program. We won't be extending credit to you again. So how is this a little different than maybe those other buy now, pay later systems that we see all over the place for almost every online purchase, really? Oh, yeah. I'm sure if you've gone to any website to buy anything, you see that little logo for one of those services out there. It's really not that unique at all. There's several companies doing things that are pretty much the exact same program. PayPal has one called uh, PayPal's Paying For. Uh, A firm has one, Klarna. All the big buy now, pay later companies have a system that's exactly like this available on most sites. What really makes this unique and different from those is that it's just built into an iPhone now, Mm -hmm. which makes it available to millions of people with really not having to do much other than just, you know, have that soft credit inquiry performed and you can go ahead and just break up your payments like this. Yeah. Anytime they put something into our hands, quite literally into our iPhones, it seems a lot more tempting and a lot easier to use because I can remember Apple Pay and thinking, no thanks. And now I almost Apple Pay (laughs) for everything because it's right there as part of that ending page for purchase. Is this a good service to use in your opinion? You know, I I don't like to make blanket statements about everything, (laughs) but 
you know, with something like this, I would say it's probably not the best thing to just get used to using on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess the one positive is, you know, it's not going to uh, affect your credit score if you were to use this program in particular, but it could put you in a position where you end up buying more than you really can afford. You know, if you're in a situation where you can't really buy it all at once, is it really a smart decision to go in and make that purchase? You don't want to have these programs incentivizing you to start pushing yourself beyond your means and get yourself in trouble. There's been tons of studies on these buy now pay letter stores, even our uh, systems and even the, the companies themselves that run these, these services do a ton of studies and put out all this data. And so according to a firm, which is one of the, the larger buy now pay letter companies out there, users typically spend on average $365 on a single purchase when they use a firm to uh, complete their, their transaction. But that's in comparison to the average cart size um, across the internet, which is around $100 back mm. in 2020. So you can see there's, I mean, more than three times the amount that you typically would see is being purchased when you use these services because it makes it more convenient and easier for you to hop in and buy these things. And we're seeing, especially with Gen Z, there's a growing usage for these buy now, pay later services. There's a report done by uh, Afterpay where they release some of their user data. And Gen Z currently makes up about 14% of Afterpay usage, but they're the fastest growing group that's using these services. Since uh, January 2020, they've grown 400%. Uh, They've increased 400% of of the overall user base using Affirm. And what they said is that basically about 80% of their spending is going to fashion. Millennials like myself, you know, we're not really much better. I don't want to single out Gen Z because (laughs) millennials are right behind them with 70% of their spending being on fashion. And they make up the largest chunk. We make up the biggest chunk of users. It's 55% of Afterpay users fall into that millennial age group. And then Gen X and older, they make up that remaining 31%. So we are seeing these types of services take off and become more and more popular. And I just want to put a word of caution out there for everyone. Yes, it makes it more convenient. Yes, you can probably buy some things that are more expensive than you could all at once. But you have to think about what are you signing yourself up for? What longer term liabilities are you setting up? And that's going to basically eat into your future income by saying, oh, yeah, I'll make these smaller payments. But if you keep doing it over and over, the number can really start to add up over time. This is true. Chris Browning here to say it's a slippery slope. Once you do start using (laughs) it it a lot, getting a little too convenient. That should be the biggest red flag right there. Yes. All right, so I'm interested to find out, have any of you listening right now, have any of you tried out one of these buy now, pay later services? And there's no judgment if you have. I'm just interested. I'm curious to know how many of you have actually tried one of these programs out. And if you have, what was your experience? Did you like it? Did you hate it? Did it end up backfiring on you? Did it end up being great and help you pay for something in smaller payments? I'm interested to know. So you can email me your responses, your thoughts on all of this at questions at popcornfinance.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram at Popcorn Finance Podcast or on TikTok. Just look for Popcorn Finance. As always, I appreciate you joining me here for another bag of popcorn. Hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.